Trigger warning. <laughs> Just in case you guys need it. Yeah, your life is in shambles. Don't listen to this. We're this. hanging by a thread. Welcome to the Arvise Podcast. This is episode six, and today we are talking about mental health i just <laughs> looked at the question of the day what do you live for loaded question <laughs> so <laughs> dramatic this is gonna be a fun episode this is gonna be a fun episode yeah, yeah. mental uh, health let's just talk about our feelings and our desires and how we're feeling let's do it this um, is gonna turn into a therapy this session turn, i don't know where this is gonna go <laughs> this is gonna be a therapy session <laughs> not really I, a podcast this is gonna be feelings. a wild ride so. we have food in here um so let's start with question number one what do you do when you're not okay? Um, Mafe, you're a mental health kind of therapist girly. What do you do when you're not okay? No, like, no therapist want to do that as a disclaimer. I've just been in therapy for three years and hanging by a thread. So I think I'm the, I'm working on it. <laughs> now, my, what do I do when I'm not okay? I sleep. You sleep? I eat my feelings. Oh. My therapist does not approve of this. Just <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, does she so. tell you, like, it, is there exercises that she tells you to do when you're yeah. not okay? No, I'm like, I have, like, my grounding techniques, like, the, it's a five, four, three, one. It's like, okay, five things you can see, three things you can touch, three mm. things you can taste, two things you can hear. I'm forgetting one. I don't know what it is. This always happens. The senses. Smell. The five senses, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'm like, I'm missing one. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So this yeah, this is why I always end up having a panic attack because I forget one and I start I freaking forgot out about one. <laughs> I forget one. I start <laughs> panic about that one that you forgot. I only have four. <laughs> if I'm stressed enough, I will. I've had like a mental breakdown over drawing and the, like my pencil tip snapping. So yeah. it just depends on how I'm doing. I think it's pretty obvious we all kind of cope with humor as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> humor, <laughs> dark humor is a good one to yeah. deal with mental health. Yeah. No, it's like, Right now, I'm just working more. I'm like actually giving myself the space. I'm like, okay, if I need to grieve, I need to grieve, and I need mm-hmm. to cry it out. If I need to sleep, I need to actually sleep and not pop a Mountain Dew and just work it through it. Because I drink. I coffee. love that you said pop a Mountain Dew. I, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't drink because I don't drink and so I, I drink don't and I don't drink coffee. <laughs> And I'm like, if you listen to the previous episode, this is another reason why my national holiday card is getting revoked because um, I don't like coffee. So it's like, okay, only thing that has enough caffeine and it's not uh, an energy drink uh, is gonna get my, get me into like my heart rate going super up. Want to do? Damn. Which is unhealthy either because it has a little sugar. But there we go. Sugar helps. Sugar it helps help. me a lot. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of sugar. <laughs> oh, no, same with me. I'm like, whenever mm-hmm. I'm anxious, sugar helps me calm down. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, I'm like, I'm sleep deprived. I haven't eaten in hours. And if I'm popping one to my hands, if I drink too much, it starts like. Mm. Mm. Three chocolate chip cookies a day helps the McDonald's? pain go away from McDonald's <laughs> for me. Mm, so what good. do you do when you're not okay, Caroline? Um, I cry. I get chocolate chip cookies and milk, <laughs> fresh and warm. Um, I like, I talking helps. So I'm really grateful to that I have. No, that's support system. <laughs> but like my friends, you guys. Um, what else helps? Oh, uh, I really need to get back into affirmations. That helped me like mm. out of a terrible place. Coloring while listening to affirmations. Coloring books are fun. Oh yeah, but, yeah crying. Are. I think crying. you actually got me coloring book with all. Oh, I know. Them. I I want. I don't want an adult coloring book. I want a princess one coloring book. Though. <laughs> I like the adult ones. Caroline got me one all filled out. They're with too complicated, words. and I'm like, and then I'm crying over that too. But like the, the <laughs> little so kids, one, the little kids ones use up all my markers because like the lines are so. <laughs> yes, they're too big, and I like the little ones. I can pick and choose like yeah, different shades and tones and tints and going like, oh my. What about you, Jennifer? <laughs> um. 
I feel like before I used to ignore it and pretend I was fine and kind of go about my day. But then I noticed I would do things like like half-ass something or mm-hmm. not do or just like, ignoring it didn't help. So now grown-up me <laughs> cries <laughs> and just lets it out. I'm like, okay, you're not having a good day. Let it out. And then I've noticed that it kind of helps because you can't even cry anymore. You're like out of tears. You're like, okay. That's good. Um, I listen to my body. If I wants to eat something, comfort food, I notice it is a thing. It's, while it's not always good, I, I don't do it often. I usually eat pretty healthy. So I let myself indulge in whatever it is. And I just kind of listen. If I need to take a nap, if I need to talk to someone, it depends on like how, what the emotion is based on how I deal with things. But yeah, all in all, I've noticed that it helps to cry or to talk it out with someone that I feel safe and will just kind of listen and not really interject with mm. like their feelings because I feel like I can't even take yeah. any. That's the most else. important part. Someone that you feel safe with. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That and also if you're talking with someone, it's like, okay, just letting them know, do you need advice or do you need to be listened to? Because there's nothing worse when you just need to feel validated. And they're like, well, you could do this and this. And I just get so mad. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I used to be really bad at that. I, I have this thing where when someone I, someone I love is hurting, I want to fix it. So I'm like, do this, do that, do this, or what about this? I and have I just, that problem too. Yeah, yeah and I didn't too. know it was a bad like, thing. I just want to help. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. you just want to mm-hmm. help, but then I had to learn to just listen, and there's just not a solution for specific mm-hmm. things, and you people just want you to know that you're there for them. Yeah, I feel like you guys are so in tune. Honestly, I'm like I, I cry it out, but then I'm like I talk to myself. I don't talk to other people. I think that's the problem too, because like I have the reason, mm. and then. Um, yeah, like, I try to find the answer within myself. Like, okay, what can I do to make myself feel better? So, like, I just, like, sometimes, I, I don't know why, but, like, it, I, okay, it happens when I'm driving that it just, all my emotions Oh, my gosh, yes. And you're, like, sobbing. <laughs> you're, like, sobbing. you good? I know. I that's, think one time I was, like, crying at a red light, and then I turned, and I saw someone looking at me. I was, like. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God, are we all so living real. the same life? So We're all real. crying in the car? Yeah. yeah. That's why I tend to disassociate when I'm driving, which is not safe to do. I do not mm-hmm. recommend this because it's like I will either disassociate or have a full on panic attack, and yeah. then I need to pull over until I calm down mm-hmm. enough. And it's to funny because in the last one I said that I wanted to die in a car crash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Right. <laughs> so it all happens in the car. Um, but that's where I'm like by myself. I think that's why it happens. But she's still a good driver. Don't I'm still a good license, driver. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm more of a passenger princess. <laughs> Love her. Don't yeah. raise her insurance either. No. <laughs> But yeah, like um, I talk to my like I talk myself out of it. Like, what am I feeling? Like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what can I do to fix it? Type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, that takes a lot of maturity Thanks. to be able to work through things in your life. Who does to you? Yeah, no, 100%. I'm fifty up here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next question is, I don't even, I feel like we made up these questions a long time ago because I don't even know what to answer. What is giving you purpose today? Or better yet, what gives you purpose? Okay, let's, yeah. Let's, what gives let's you rework purpose? it. Today or in general? Mm. So, I feel like the last year wasn't my year in so many different ways, like personal, career, and everything, mm-hmm. that now I try to look at the bright side. I realize that as a society, we we oh what job do you have oh that's great like we value specific things that aren't necessarily the best and it doesn't mean that you're better than someone or that you're Mm -hmm. succeeding in life or not so now I go like what is going what is going 
on in my life that makes me happy and I'm proud of. And so, and it had to be things that were not traditional. Like I got to travel a lot in the past year and I was like, that's awesome. Like most people don't get to travel or like leave like their proximity. So that's kind of cool. And I've really enjoyed myself. So traveling, I like that I've traveled Mm -hmm. or I'm healthy Mm -hmm. and alive. Yeah, Yeah. like I feel the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life. Mm -hmm. I, I pay attention to what I put into my body. I work out and I can, I never did that in the past. So I'm happy about that. My family, I've got to spend more time with them and quality time and Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to do that in the before because I was always commuting to work and it kind of was in that hustle culture and I finally had an opportunity to stop so now I'm looking at the little things that bring me joy as my purpose I love that I feel like I'm very much in the same place right now where Mm -hmm. like I'm like my main goal right now is to save money so I can travel more I feel like I, I learn to appreciate life more when you travel because you realize what a little speck of dust you are on this world yeah. and in time. Um, and I think that's beautiful. That is not like, sounding very motivating. No, but it's like beautiful because nothing matters. Like just yeah. live your life and enjoy what's going on today. And then also I'm very happy at the, this point in time in my life. So like trying, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but trying to maintain that is what's keeping me yeah. going. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Um, for me, like, it's so funny because, like, in the I think 2020 was when, like, all, all just shifted for me because I had just graduated then and, like, everything kind of just, like, ended. Like, people walked out of my life and, like, I feel like I'm in this, like, eat, pray, love journey in a way because I'm, like, a totally different person than I was, like, five years ago. But, like, right now it's giving me purpose. I think it's just, like, reconstructing my life and being happy with it. And that's what, like, is keeping me going. Like, I want to, like, find a new purpose. I love that. Mm-hmm. And enjoying the journey of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's important to enjoy the journey because, yeah, sometimes you forget. It's like, oh, I'm, like, going nowhere. But you don't realize, like, how many stuff you have done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's keeping you going? I'm just, I'm just trying to hang on to the little bit of, like, the little thread of mental stability still. <laughs> You, I think you you have more than you give yourself credit for. Uh-huh. No, it's just like that's true. Like I'll say that it's easier to fall into the um, imposter syndrome train um, and go that way. It's just this year in general has been really, just even the past month has you been really rough for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I lost my dog and mm-hmm. there's just a lot of stuff going on in my life. And I'm like, okay, it's just trying to figure out this point. Okay, what do I need to do just to... Uh, even if it's the bare minimum to make myself stay the most mentally stable way that I can and it's like okay I need to make sure that I'm at least getting enough sleep and I'm Mm -hmm. spending some quality time with the people I love because when I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious I just tend to avoid going out and just like shut down and it's like okay even if I am and I'm like okay just trying to do some journaling I'm like okay what's going on what do I need to do? What do I need to prioritize? And I'm like, okay, it's just trying to be grateful for the little things right now. That's oh, good. Right. Seems like that. a common thread that we're all Strong just finding the, the joys life. in life. <laughs> yeah. um, have you? Have we all been to therapy before? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. What? Because mm-hmm. therapy is a journey, and finding a therapist is a journey. Uh-huh. What's the, especially in this country? Let's mm-hmm. start with um, what's the worst advice a therapist I'll has given first. you? I'll go first. Um, I think I the most recent one I went last year because last year was a trip. Um, so they were like, "Why are you here? You seem like you have it all together." And I'm like, <gasps> "Oh my goodness." <laughs> 
that's awful. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And the that. rest of the thing, I was just like, I want to leave right now, but I, I have 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm on the clock. <laughs> you triggered me because very often, actually, I've only ever had one good therapist, mm-hmm. but out of the everybody else, um, when they would be like, so what do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to start the conversation. <laughs> and so, like, they're like, so do you think you still need therapy? And so, mm-hmm. like, it almost feels like they want to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. And, and like, they're making me assume, like, they're trying to say, like, oh, you seem fine. Yeah. You don't need this. And so, like, even though I know I'm not fine, i like, oh, well, I, they think I'm fine. And I don't want to bother them anymore. I guess I'll dip and say I'm fine. <laughs> and stay um, home and cry it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that was triggering. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had much experience with different therapies, therapists, because I haven't done it as much, gone to therapy. But the only thing I didn't like that my therapist did was talk about her experiences oh. when it was kind of like, hey, ma'am, I'm on my time, girl. <laughs> We're not here to talk me? about you. What about me? <laughs> They're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I know. Well, to be fair, she was like, I think she was barely starting off. But <laughs> that was my one thing. It's not that she yeah. specifically said something bad. And I did like that kind of friend feel because it felt like I was just mm-hmm. chatting with a friend. But I just felt like, um, ma'am, I'm in this country. Like, we're on my time right now. <laughs> time is money. So. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The way, like, mental health has always been a struggle for me in general. I've always, I'm like, now, three years later, I know I have general and ins- general uh, generalized anxiety disorder mm-hmm. and I have social anxiety. So it's f- been for me, like, realizing because I've been coping with this my whole life and I always thought it was the standard and it didn't come until the pandemic as I was working um, at a pharmacy where it's just my mental health 100% tanked but I had been struggling before and I was like okay you know like I looked at my community college and they were they said they had like counseling services for mental health it was like okay you know I'm like this is scary as heck because you know like we're all Latinas like mental health is not really something widely discussed and I was like, okay, I'm scared as hell, but I'm going to do it. And I went and they were like, okay, so like, what's going on? And I was like, started like trying to be like, okay, well, this is what's happening to me. This is how I'm feeling. And I'm like trying to see what I can do. And I like, when I finished talking, the therapist just looked at me and like, so it sounds like you have some real deep issues. This is just like, if you're stressed because you have finals coming up. Yeah, we can't help you here. Oh. You have to find somewhere else. And I was like, what? They said they can't help you? Yeah, because this is like, they're like, oh, this is just like, I'm stressed because I have my finals. So I'm stressed because I don't know how to manage like my school workload. You have deeper issues than that. And I was like, what great thing. <laughs> Not the therapist it. telling me I got issues. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why I'm here, man. That's why. Exactly. I heard nothing but bad things about seeing a therapist oh, at campus? college yeah. campuses. Mm-hmm. I never got to go. That's I wish I did. Did you, Manfred, did you ever go um, to therapy back in Ecuador or did you just start No. There? Well, you know, oh. when I was here, um, oh, okay. I mean, see this count, the, the schools and colleges from time to time, she was one, actually one of my teachers mm-hmm. and I got along with her and I would just like talk, but it wasn't like therapy, therapy. And I'm like, now that I think about it, I like, I know I have to struggle with anxiety for a while. Mm-hmm. And I even remember, um, there's this, um, it's not med- it's medication, but it's like OTC, um, back home. And now I'm like, I because I have anxiety, so like for me, it's like I get ticks, my hands start shaking, like I start like my eye twitching, and I remember I think the school nurse gave me this um, like medication called I think it's Pasinerval, and it's like made of um like valerian root. I they didn't even ask me like go just take this, and I got home and knocked it out, like knocked out. School? When I, 
Yeah, this is high school. They can't give you. Oh, well, but here. it was Ecuador. Yeah, and Ecuador. And I like my school, like my routine from back home. I was like, you know, you get from class because I would get home from school mm-hmm. like at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Get home from school, um, go take a shower, and then go eat something or do my homework. And I got home. I was changing clothes like from to go take a shower and that's the last thing i remember then i woke up and my dad was literally breaking down with my brother at the door because i wouldn't wake up i would been there for over an hour and a half i wasn't responding my brother looked like you locked the door oh because i was gonna gonna shower so you fell asleep in the bathroom on the bathroom floor oh my god so my dad was like knocking at the door and like obviously i wasn't responding my younger brother like looked and he just saw me on the floor they freaked out and they broke down the door oh my god and i was intense yeah this i was like "Mm." so it took me a while to kind of like go look for health again and that happened in community college and i was like hey what am i doing now um What's the best advice a therapist is giving you? Um, we have to share a good experience. No, I, we don't want to turn. I do. Away. I'm actually <laughs> trying to pick right now because, um, yeah. thankfully, like after that bad experience in community college, I found online like um, a Latinx directory of um, like mental health, and I found my therapist out there. Her name is Sina. She's freaking amazing. She's just amazing i'm like she speaks spanish thank goodness so if i freak out and i can't say what i'm saying in yeah. english i can switch back and forth um she lets me cuss which is <laughs> therapeutic um and she's like you know like she's like have you given you time to cry and i'm like i don't have time like, you need to make it and like if you want to schedule it like literally put in your calendar cry I'm, at 10 p.m <laughs> you, know, you would i have no, a very important point because that's how i am everything <laughs> runs by a timeline i need to keep my planner i need to keep my schedule especially because i'm working and i have school and i vote she's like no you're gonna have mm-hmm. to pencil it in just like and you're have to, gonna start penciling in actually have breakfast actually have lunch mm-hmm. and they're like because you're not eating and you're getting stressed out and then you're crashing oh, so you're so gonna she cares about all aspects of your life yeah, she's and she's like, okay, have you been doing it? She's been sending me homework. Oh, and she's wow. like, oh, she's, she's amazing. She follows up. Yeah. What about you, Vanessa? Um, I think um, there was, I think, Caroline, you kind of touched on it. Like, there was this was an advice. Nobody cares about you. And that's so true. Like, everyone's in their own head. Oh. So, like, what I do, like, I can do, I can do whatever I want because nobody cares about me in the best way possible. <laughs> This hmm. is giving me like what I was thinking about currently. It can be go a very good way, and it yeah. can also go a very uh-huh. good way. That that uh, that relates to what I was gonna say. The best advice I got. So I a lot of my anxiety was because of how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, very like extreme. Like either things can go great or things can go bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my anxiety was like failure or like getting in a car crash. Like just these extreme bad things are gonna happen constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says she told me that. Like, you're seeing things very much in black and white, and that's not how things are. Like, yeah, you're scared to drive, but, like, the chances of you flipping your car and getting a heart attack is, like, one in a million Mm -hmm. (laughs) compared to, like, having a nice drive and getting to your destination. Mm -hmm. So why are you scared of driving? And so, like, that helped me. That was after I had my first panic attack in 2020, and, like, I I wasn't living a normal life because Mm -hmm. these, like, it felt like a train the way panic attacks feel is like yeah. slow, chugga, chugga, chugga. And then it's like this extreme, like intense, like your world is collapsing. And so yeah. she helped me with that. And then also medication changed the game for me. Because um, I feel like Latino families, the, re- the, the reason why they're like anti-mental health is because they re- the associate it with like you're being local. They're like loca. loca. There's something mm-hmm. wrong with you. They don't want And if you start to- medication, you're going to be in manicomio. They yeah. don't want their kid to be 
they don't want something wrong to be with their kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, so like being on medication and seeking help in the first place was like something very scary because people associate medication with like, oh, it's not loca. Or, like, mm-hmm. you have or if you're going to get you. addicted to it. And it's yeah. not necessarily true. Yeah. And so what changed the game for me was seeing a psychiatrist that was like answered every question and was really communicative about me. And what changed the game was she told me the brain is an organ in your body and it's having trouble transferring these chemicals and functioning normally so like if your liver your pancreas wasn't functioning normally wouldn't you take medication to help it get back to normal she's like it's the same thing for your brain you're only it's only temporary until like it can function properly on its own i'm Mm -hmm. like oh shit so yeah and so she like my my medication in particular is only for anxiety there's like different ones that also address depression and all these things Mm -hmm. and so she like really helped me feel safe and understand that like this is a health thing mental health isn't separate from like getting a facial or like (laughs) or just going to get a physical checkup going to get a physical checkup because it is true the the brain the brain is an organ it's like the same way like you would go running because you know you need to improve your um, cardiovascular health or you know you would go to the eye doctor and you wouldn't hesitate to to go get glasses or contacts because you need them to see yeah it's the same way your brain needs a little bit of help to function properly and everyone deserves yeah. to live a normal life mm-hmm. so yeah it's all about management and being open to things that's good i'm glad you got help <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it worked for you what was the best advice I think for me, just communicating my problems and respect and having other people respect my boundaries. Mm, I feel like I'm a people pleaser. And sometimes like things really just don't bother me or I'm okay going with the flow. Mm -hmm. But I'm not very good at voicing when things aren't okay with me and I kind of just brush it off, Mm -hmm. which isn't okay because you kind of start building this resentment towards people that you love or Mm -hmm. your friends. So now I try to speak. It's really hard. It is. But very, very hard. But I try to um, voice my opinions about things or stuff that doesn't make me. And then saying no. Like, I don't know why we think it's such a bad word. Yeah. But it's, like, not in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can't. Like, I could be super jam-packed with things, but I can't say no. Yeah. And you and, feel guilty for yeah. doing so. Yeah. And almost addressing your boundaries make you feel guilty. Like, I feel yeah. guilty because I feel mean. Or sometimes people, when you are finally addressing your boundaries and you never have they're like oh why are you being like this this is not normally how you are or not this and I'm like oh and then you kind of start seeing who respected you and who didn't respect Mm -hmm. you so it's nice as well there was something I read a while back and like um probably like on social media or something it was like the people who um who are upset about you placing boundaries to take care of yourself are the people who benefited from you not having any period period yeah (laughs) I felt that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's some like boundaries are key, and I'm like, and I can relate with like the people pleasing and feeling really guilty. Like uh, earlier last week, Carolyn and I, I were gonna go get some coffee after a final. I was like, girl, I'm like literally did not sleep at all last night. Um, not driving my car. I don't I'm like, I can't. She's like, it's okay, it's cool, and I'm like, and I know like if she had the same. Um, the same situation, I would not feel, like, bad about it or, like, make her feel bad. So it's like, why do I feel like it, the world's going to end or I'm being a bad person for setting a boundary that I need to it's take okay care of to myself? It's okay to say no. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Our Vibes Media. Okay, well, I do have a question for you guys. I think, Caroline, you touched on it. What did your family think about when you were putting your mental health first? would you like to go first i mean i I can add on so mental health is still very much like 
kind of not spoken mm-hmm. amongst my family. Like, you know, I just kind of, you know, keep it to myself. And then I try to use what I learned to support my family mm-hmm. when I feel like they need advice in terms of their own mental health. But um, I don't think my parents really understand how to, su- how they've never really understood how to support me in my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gotten better at it. But like when I first started dealing with it in high school mm-hmm. my mom's solution was to go to home goods and buy you know posters that she would hang up on my wall that say like write your own life story or like <laughs> smile <laughs> like stuff like that and it actually made it worse because i'm like this is not helpful mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is attacking my millennial because i'm that kind of person who will get like We were at home with actually yesterday, and it was like the ticket breath. I'm like, I always care. I said, that's so you. And I'm like, it is. And now I feel guilty about it, and then I want to get it. <laughs> yeah, so it's complicated, I guess, is okay. my answer. Complicated. Muffet? Uh, it's, it's been a journey. Um, I actually didn't tell my parents when they first started looking for help for mental health. Because mm-hmm. it's... Um, It's been difficult, yeah. and I was like, they're not going to understand. I'm going to get judged, and I'm going to get shamed, and I'm just not going to be able to continue with it. So I kept it quiet for, I think, maybe like a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And this was all in the pandemic, so my mom had been um, furloughed from work. Um, everyone was at the house, and I was like, hey, I'm actually need, I have to like do something. And I'm like, and she kept like being in my room. She's like, but you can do your classes. And I'm like, I'm just not class. I have, a, I have an appointment. She's like, an appointment for what? I'm like, she's like, what? Therapy. He's like, what? Therapy! Like, I need you to get out of my room. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I do not have time for those questions. I need to be on camera in like five minutes. Will you please? I'll address questions later. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, any questions will be addressed later. This is not a press release, please. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> And um, she was like, but wait, what, why? What do you need help with? And I'm like, where do I start? <laughs> it's you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and I'm like, it's just always been, like, just family in general. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the... Uh, It's just such a stigma that is with it. I'm like, especially, like, I'll make it more of a Canucodrian reference. Okay, salud mental termina en el Lorenzo Ponce, which was like, I'm, I'm un manicomio. I don't know how to say yeah. that in English. A, a nut factor. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> What is it called in English? Manicomio? I don't know that word. But I you do, said nut factor. No, it's like, an, an, an asylum. An asylum. Yeah, like a mental, like an asylum. Like that kind of stuff. Where really, and it's like, In extreme. And it's literally, like, people are like, oh, you're going there, which is kind of was, at least back home, like, like the most easily, like, accessible, like, mental yeah. health. And it was just seemed that bad. So it was, it was scary for me. And now I'm like, okay. And it's like my mom, only my mom knew at first. And I think then my dad found out. He's like, well, no, like, if you've been struggling for this for such a while, why haven't we found out? I'm like, because when I've tried to bring it up, mm-hmm. you're always being dismissive about it. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's all in your head. And I'm like, it's not how that works. I feel like that changed for my dad when he saw that the mental health turned physical. Um, when I had my yeah. panic attack, it was in the middle of the night. And they like, I thought I was going to die that night because I didn't know what panic attacks were. Oh, and I, I didn't recognize it. I thought mm-hmm. I was having a heart attack. Um, oh so we called 911 at like two in the morning and the ambulance came for me. And I think mm-hmm. that's when he realized like, oh, this yeah. is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like completely like managed now. That was, I mean, it was the middle of the pandemic and it was happening to a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's unfortunate. Sometimes our parents only understand physical health I was gonna and say it that. had to translate yes. to that. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what happened to me because it happened to me, like, really young. Like, my parents, like, they saw me, like, become, like, 
so I was like thin like I wasn't eating like I was like so in my head like it became really physical and I think that's when they're like how do we help you and um, I think somebody suggested therapy so I started going to therapy really young but then like I think I kind of got older and I kind of got like occupied with school and like extracurricular activities so it, like for a long time like my mental health did get ignored because I was like so on the go and like I like the fact that like when I'm occupied I don't think about my feelings I know that's not good but also like it kind of works for me Relatable, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it works but then it's like you don't you're not forced uh-huh. to think about it until everything hits at the yeah. same time and then you're screwed uh-huh. exactly and that's what happened in 2020 when I was like done with school done with like my whole life had just like finished without closure <laughs> um, life events uh-huh. so um until recently I started paying attention to it but I, I don't tell my family about it just because like I don't want to like worry them or I don't want to occupy them like I'm going through this again but yeah but it's better like being just having to deal with it myself like it's my thing like no one else kind of knows sort of thing that's kind of how I deal with it too Mm -hmm. I've never had a full-on discussion with my family and said hey this is happening to Mm -hmm. me I kind of just express it now so um and I notice that how you say like when you say therapy or medication like it's like triggering for them Mm -hmm. and they think you're going nuts or something um so I guess I don't say those specific words and I just say, oh, today I'm feeling kind of sad because, and then I tell them why and they're mm-hmm. just like, okay. Or, oh, I'm feeling very energetic because of this. Or I, I guess I just express my feelings. I don't talk about mental health. I just say how I'm feeling and they're kind of like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never been on medication specifically. Yeah. And you guys are motivating me to go to therapy. <laughs> um, and I haven't gone that many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I did, it was just nice to feel like your feelings are validated yeah. and giving mm-hmm. like and it coming from a stranger versus like exactly. someone you love so it's weird how you don't trust the lo- your loved ones uh-huh. because it's also like coming from a stranger like they don't know me like yeah. they don't know yeah. how like, you don't know work. me <laughs> yeah so it's okay that you tell me yeah. what to do yeah. tell me what to do um which i guess they're not supposed to i learned i always assumed they had to tell you what to do oh, but they're, yeah. they kind of let you figure out the yeah. questions i'm like oh so it's up to me okay mm-hmm. it's um, like they give you the tools but it's up to you too whether you want to do it you what to do but they're doing it like under the table sort of thing not doing the right direction um I feel like family can also be unhelpful sometimes because they'll be like, why are you sad? Uh-huh. You yes. have such a great life. You have a exactly. bed. You have food. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel worse about just it. Just uh-huh. pray or be grateful for your life. Ponte las pilas y cambia las cosas. It's not that me. simple. I'm getting triggered here. <laughs> I hate, I'm like, I grew up Catholic and I hate mm-hmm. the, just pray about it. I'm like, God acts in mysterious ways. Por algo, Dios solo te manda lo que puedes controlar. I'm like, and it. Then why you send me this? God, <laughs> God gives his strongest warriors. I, oh, I cannot. I don't want to be a strong warrior. I don't want to be a warrior. <laughs> I say yes and. No, I'm just like, because I've grown away from, like, most of my family is Catholic, and mm-hmm. I've just never really resonated with it. And it, it's taken me to get older. So, like, you know what? Like, this, it's not fair for me, like, just to keep pushing. Because I know I'm never going to feel close to it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of figure things out on my own, like, on that kind of side. And it's been more for, like, it just, I'm like, no. Because, like, and I'm like, there, he has bigger stuff to worry about than whether I'm feeling sad or I don't, I can't get out of bed this morning. You know, like, there's people dying. I just can't get off bed. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it pisses me off when I hear it. And it's always like for me, I'm like with like my anxiety and depression, it's not like I'm feeling sad and I'm crying and I can't get out of bed. It's just me feeling like there's no hope. It's like, have you guys seen the Mario movie yet? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Lumali. Lumali's me. Oh my God. <laughs> I yeah. saw it. I he was see, a mood. I was like, <laughs> I went to see it with my mom and I was like cracking up and I was like literally me. And she's like, 
<laughs> and I'm like, that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no hope. It's not necessarily that I'm feeling sad or upset. It's just, I feel numb. And that is, yeah. and she's like, but why? And why are you feeling like we're watching a movie? No, and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't tell you why. It's just, I can't feel anything. I'm not, like, I'm not capacity. I cannot feel anything. All I can do right now is just worry about, like, the urgent things. But I don't have, I don't feel physically able to feel anything else. Hmm. Or if I'm feeling anxious, like, it took me having a full and panic attack for my mom because I would always like, okay, I'm feeling like one's coming. I'm going to go take a shower and cry it out in the shower mm-hmm. and everything. And it's like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I had shampoo in my eyes. It was easier to dismiss it that way. Than, mm-hmm. But it came to a point where I actually had one at home and my mom was so freaked out. And I was like, I'm like, I just, and her's like, but take a breath. You're going to be fine. Just calm down. And I'm like, it, it doesn't work that way. You need to feel the wave of emotions and actually go through them than, rather than avoid them. Because avoiding them just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Which is why I've been having a crash this whole past week. Because I was like, I have so much going on. And I have finals in a month. So I'm just going to put all my feelings in this little box. I'm going to lock it up. <laughs> shove it in the drawer. Shove that I'll get drawer back in, to you later. And I'm like, <laughs> shove it in the drawer instead of a bigger drawer. Instead of the bigger one. And lock it again. And now it's like, okay, finals are over. Deal with it now. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> never mind. I feel like when it comes to comments from parents that sometimes I'm like this is unhelpful or family members I've kind of just programmed myself to not get triggered Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I know that they grew up in a different time where mental health wasn't a priority like it is now especially 2020 it was like mental the the year of mental health and like Mm self-care so now I just kind of just reprogram my brain to not get upset and say they just view things differently and so I try to find a new strategy on how I can express how I'm feeling without talking to them and it sounds bad but like I don't say specific words that will lead to specific comments or I just express my feelings versus like having a whole conversation about it because I just know that they won't understand as sad as it feels but it's it's helped me personally to be able to not get mad about things have a better Mm -hmm. relationship with my parents in that aspect and also um, my mom she's been so wonderful every time I tell her oh, well, you know, I, I shared my knowledge about mental health and kind of, you too, you're allowed to feel like this. Like, her mm-hmm. father passed away recently. Yeah. And I feel like she felt guilty feeling that grief for more than, like, a month. She's like, it's been a month. Like, I need to move on with my life. I need mm-hmm. this. I'm like, it's okay to feel sad and upset that was your father. And I kind of, like, almost teach her to practice self-care. Mm-hmm. And she does. And I love that. So I, I feel like I found a new way to get through them without... Yeah like fighting and arguing about my mental health to priority and this and that so yeah Mm -hmm. i feel that what are your self-care tactics self-care um crying honestly um and then just doing things that bring me joy so i notice i have like comfort foods like whenever i'm having a bad day i go get an acai bowl i love acai bowls so that puts me in a good mood i listen to i wish me. i craved acai bowls I know. <laughs> that's Same. what i was thinking because it's like an acai bowl like yours is chocolate chip cookies mine is eating a full box of mac and cheese Hey girl, acai bowls are like twelve bucks or fifteen, and I'm like, girl, why can't you just eat a cookie? <laughs> but I love it. It just it's so healthier, good. and that's what I'm like. And I'm just eating here like a full box of mac and cheese mm-hmm. at two in the morning. <laughs> hey, no shame in that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta listen to your body. Um, I also like start like um, I guess changing my physical appearance and the fact like I'm gonna do my nails right now. Mm-hmm. A mess. Um, doing my hair or like small things like that. Putting to- on makeup for a day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like when you get when you're stuff- not even going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just do my brows. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Small things like that. Up. 
You feel like yeah. you get into a slump and you don't take care of yourself anymore because you're just, or like, no te peinas. Yeah. So you're all getting into that. So I try to do that. Um, and then just finding stuff I enjoy. Like, I really like making TikToks. Mm-hmm. So that puts me in a good mood. I yeah. noticed that when my mental health isn't great, my TikToks go down because <laughs> I don't do know. any. <laughs> yeah, when I don't post anything, you know what's going on. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I think it affects all aspects. So I try to just start doing the things that I love mm-hmm. in order to help myself. And then just telling myself, like, you're that B. You did this. Yeah. Look at the positives of this. Uh-huh. Or I make a list of all the things that are in shambles. And then I go, okay, we had a pity party. I have a pity party. And then I go, how are we going to change this? And I'm like, okay, you're going to do this, 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 that. And then I start the next week off and I write a list of to-do things. And writing to-do lists have helped me so much. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's kind of something. What about I you guys? I do, I do that too where like, I do the things that I like. It's like, I'm going to have a me day type of thing. Yeah. What about you, Muffet? Um, the me day 100%, it's like I always feel better if like, like when I get a haircut or if my curls are popping, it's like sometimes I'm like, okay, it's been three days, you have not brushed your hair, just go, like, <laughs> even if you're feeling like, okay, got like an actual bath and I'll go, okay, I don't have the energy for it, and then I'm going to put on a bath bomb and put the uh, hot water and just like. Oh, I love taking a shower after I'm feeling like down, I love taking a hot shower. And I'll go and I'm like, okay, I'm putting the color. Color deposit and conditioner, and I'm doing a hair mask, and I'm like uh-huh. sitting, getting all your good products out, <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything in at the same time, and I'm like literally sitting like on the toilet with like those, um, like those Velcro towels, uh-huh. so everything falls, and I'm like, I feel away, but I feel pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Gollum, and I'm like, mm, okay, but it's like okay, it's like little things, or sometimes it's like okay, do I feel like I have the energy to spend time with people like love, mm-hmm. or do I need alone time? And if I need alone time, I'll just go. Sometimes, like, I'll just sit in my car or I'll go to Starbucks, sit in my car with, like, a journal and just start writing or just sketching or just listen to a podcast and just kind of turn off my brain for a little bit. You bring up a good point. I feel like self-care, we sometimes think it's just by yourself, but maybe you just need to hang out with your girls and have no, a good yeah. day. I think um, I text my friend and I'm like, I need to act like a nuisance in the Walmart. Can we do that? Can, we go, cause, can we go cause a ruckus at a local store? <laughs> That's you being bad to the bone. Carol yeah. and I refer before the pandemic. Or Target. I literally have a picture of like us hanging out right before the pandemic hit. And it's Caroline sitting in the throne she made out of like the paper towel rolls. before they were like Literally. I think like literally the week before they closed everything down. I'm like, I'm going to look for it. What about you, Carol? Um, very much. I, I like seeing people not feeling alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, sometimes I do alone stuff, and that you know, beauty helps with mental health and stuff. Um, but sharing a meal, sharing ice cream, oh, yeah. like food, <laughs> food ice cream really does make you feel better. Yeah. It does. I thought it was a myth. It's true. Yeah. My um, go-to creating. is like cookie dough ice cream. Yeah. Creating. Creating. Yeah, like TikTok and stuff, mm. and connecting with other people. That's yeah. Cool. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad we all have something. Yeah. I have a random question to ask. Go for when it. your life is in shambles and you're, you just want to cry it out, where do you do it? Oh. Shower. Because I noticed Shower. we all had a similar one. Mine was the car when I lived with my parents because uh-huh. um, that was kind of the only safe space. <laughs> for like, I mean, like, it seems like my house is safe. My car like, is safe. It's place. more like a safe I, space to safe express space. your feelings without feeling judged. Because you're also yes. alone. Because you're yeah. alone. Uh-huh. alone. Yeah. I guess the privacy. Pri- anywhere private. Yeah, yeah. and rap fours are very comfortable. <laughs> they are, yeah. Toyota sponsor us. Oh, we'll cry in your car. Okay, now on my bed. My bed's always my mm-hmm. yeah. place. So we have showers, showers cars, cars, beds. 
I feel like sometimes I could be doing random things like cleaning and then I hear a really sad song and it hits me and I'm like, ah, and I'm just crying in place like, ah, while I'm cleaning. No. <laughs> And like I feel with the sad songs, I'm like I don't listen to sad songs when I'm feeling bad, but I I have a playlist of like old school like Señora songs like Lupita D'Alessio, Pimpinela, Amanda Miguel. And you cry to that? No, but it's like oh, if yeah. I'm feeling like a stress or something because oh. they're such powerful songs, mm-hmm. and you, you can sing. feel it. And I will sing my heart out, mm. and like sometimes I'll just do it when I'm working or something, and my dad passes by like Toxica, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like cracking up, and I'm like. No, I'm like, I need to feel my feelings. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, my is a toxic, toxica, but I'll send a like, video to my boyfriend that I'm listening to that kind of music and like working, and he'll send me voice notes singing to the song along. And I'm like, mm-hmm. these are my people. <laughs> some this, people will call you toxic, some people will sing with you. This reminds me of um, I went to New York for like a week last year, mm-hmm. and in that week, I saw five different people sobbing in, in, on, in public, like on the streets, oh just like God. randomly. And, um, I was working with for a company that was based in New York at the mm-hmm. time, and so I asked my coworkers, I was like, "What is it with people crying in New York? Like, why do they just do it on the streets? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, I'm like, want to be like, are you okay? And they're like, no, 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 don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, people cry on the streets because, like, I guess, like, so many people are in like rooms together mm-hmm. or like in small apartments that the only place to go cry is on the street. So you just like do it on the subway. Oh my just, god! Like, yeah. Fun yeah. fact: people cry on the streets in New York. To New York. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because I would never think of that. I feel like someone would end up like, when I cry, I cry. <laughs> and it's like, I feel like someone would probably end up calling like 911 and be like, hey, there's someone. We're lucky like, we have cars to cry. I know. Right? Right? That's why I might go in the shower. It's like, I can cry it out. I have the hot water. And if someone asks, oh, I had shampoo in my eye. Yeah. Last week, I cried while I was at the gym. Like, I was listening. At the, the gym? Uh, yeah. D- thank God. I was in the movie room, so it was dark. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I was, like, I had my headphones on. And, like, a song, like, reminded me of stuff. And I, like, felt myself, like, tearing oh. up. And I was like. Get it out. That happened to me once at the gym too, and I put on my hood. And I was like, "Get it together." Yeah, There's I was like, people no, here. You're not doing this. It's because music hits the soul. Mm. Yeah, it's like when I'm sad, I almost even put more sad songs. I'm like, "Let's go, yes. girl. Let's get it." What song is the saddest? I hate that it feels like using other people, but like crying in someone's arms is just it can't relate. <laughs> can't relate. Can't relate either. I've cried in my mom's arms. Aww. I've cried in my mother's arms. I just like to be held. That's fair. That's fair. I, I feel like, like I've always hidden myself, so I hate when other people see me cry. So I try not to cry in front I of them. Was... And when I do, I'm like, I failed. <laughs> I feel because I feel pressured. I'm like, okay, they're holding me. I can't take too much of their time oh. and their energy to I, calm I'm me down. I'm on a time limit. I have a hard time holding it in. Aww. No, that's why I'm like, okay, like if I need to cry it out, I need to cry it out on myself, so I don't feel pressure to like stop before I feel like I'm ready to okay move on from mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. like I need to cry I need to scream I need to hit stuff I'll, like I remember back home we used to have um one of those boxing sacks uh-huh. and mm-hmm. I was like if I was like pissed enough I like needed to cry I will go and like kick it and punch it until I just physically could not move my arms mm-hmm. anymore Damn. and it's like okay I'm still feeling angry and upset and I was like I'll go grab it I haven't hitting things helps I guess it's a good segue to how do you feel most supported when you're not okay give me space hug I guess a hug a long hug just being around people, I think, just helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I like knowing people are there, but I like my personal space. If I'm not like in the mood to like 
put up with people because I'm an introvert. It's just mm -hmm. like I do not have the social battery to deal with this right now. I appreciate you being there for me. I know I can trust them. Like when I was going through stuff with my, well, that was my dog a month ago. And Carolyn said, hey, if you want to go get coffee or something, let me know. I'm like, I don't have the energy to deal with someone. I just need to be by myself and process yeah. my emotions in my own space. And like, if I need to cry and do my stuff, okay, good. If I need to write it out, but I just, I need to have my pity party alone. Mm -hmm. Having people close by makes me feel like I have to also be responsible for how they're feeling and their emotions, and I'm not a mental capacity to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. I have to deal with it alone. I do like hugs, though. Like, not saying anything, no advice, no nothing. Just, just a hug, and then no, I have to deal you. with it. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, mm -hmm. I'd rather do it alone as well. And I think it's also because I'm a people pleaser, and I'm like, no, I'll just I don't want to bother anyone yeah. at the time, and I'd rather just do it alone. And I think it just became a habit, and I do it by myself. Yeah. Um, I saw a tweet. It's like, hold your left boob for support. <laughs> <laughs> Why the left? Is that where the heart is? I don't know. Oh. I mean, it's just like, like, I'll do that next time. Because it's bigger than the right. <laughs> I think my words. Um, do you guys? I guess we could end with what's your go-to crying song? Oh, oh my God! Okay, so I don't know like, I how it. I discovered this, but Taylor Swift, the one, like I would be driving and it just like I feel a tear. Girl, that's my favorite song ever of hers. I know it is too, but ever. like, so like it just makes me cry on command. I'm like, yeah. why? Same girl. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But I think. I don't have a, I love music. Mm -hmm. And that's a very tough question for me because it depends like what my mood is, right? Which if I'm mad at a friend, I'm like, what, what what song relates to this? Or if I'm heartbroken, it's like a heartbroken song. Mm -hmm. If I'm like, my career is in shambles. I'm like, which one says career in shambles? What's the career song? <laughs> I haven't found it. It seems like every song. <laughs> but oh, imagine I'm like Megan Thee Stallion I'm a, or Cardi B song. No, I don't know, but you get the point. Mine's really cliche. It's Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, that one's so sad, though. It's good. I think it gives a nostalgic feel. Uh -huh. Yeah, I can see that. Middle school. Though. Yeah. Middle school. Coldplay oh songs? Oh, my God. Oh, like, Yellow, The oh. Scientist. I'm like, no. I'm so sad. What about you, Mom? I'm trying she to pull think. out her playlist. I know. Because <laughs> the thing is, it also depends on what I'm doing. Which yeah. Daddy Yankee song? <laughs> She's like, crying. No. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, um, it depends. Like, sometimes it's Adele. Oh yeah! Oh, until hits. Sometimes oh, it's Iri um, sometimes if I'm like more in the numb, depressive, I don't know what I'm doing. Iridescent by Linkin Park. Mm. Um, if it's like more heartbroken songs, like anything Lupita D'Alessio, Gloria Trevi, Ana Gabriel, Isabel Pantoja. They hate when you're heartbroken. Yeah. I know. Oh my God! I'm just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the have been eating up this bread. I know. Oh, yeah. it's, it's been driving me nuts, and I keep seeing it, and I can't We're swallow all like, it. Ah. I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna hit the mic. Yeah, we're not gonna eat. <laughs> For those listening, we have a plate of bread here. That we were supposed that to eat. We were supposed to eat, but I the know. moscas have eaten. So I was looking like, at that one, and the moscas have hit that one. Hay que dejarlo como ofrenda la otra La gata bajo la lluvia pega. Like if I'm heartbroken, la gata bajo la lluvia like. I feel like I got closer to you guys through this conversation. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, Taylor, Taylor it's, is my mm -hmm. go-to yeah, person. We got the Swifties here. Folklore makes me cry. Oh my god. Yeah. This is me trying. The one? The one. I can't. I just can't with the reticence. It's just like, do you feel lost in hope and desperation? I'm like, yep, that's me. Oh. I'm lost in hope and desperation. Is that? Lincoln Park. Oh. oh. Shadow of the Day makes me sad from Lincoln Park. Um, the only exception no. the only exception from Paramore too. <laughs> Bleeding out. <Alex. laughs> 
Paramore too. Oh yeah, Paramore's a mood. When I'm like upset and I want to cry, I'm like, oh, I hate everyone. You know, I listen to Paramore. The only exception always tugs at my heart. Oh my god, that's my favorite song of hers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one makes me cry too. If anyone's going to the concert, let us know because I'm going. Oh, fun. That's cool. All All right. Well. Thank you guys for being here with us. Thank you. Go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. Take yeah. care of yourselves. Not alone. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing Self-care. wrong. There's nothing wrong with going to therapy. If you need it, that's okay. Feel free to ask for help. Yeah. Help yourself. Help the next generation. Yeah. And it's okay to know that you can't handle everything yourself sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you need a hand. Yeah. Word. <laughs> okay, bye. Don't forget to check out our other episodes. Okay. And our Instagram and, and our TikTok. Us. Yes. At our Vibes Media. We almost Follow, like, Mom. comment, and share it with your mom. Share it with your grandma. Share it with your tigas. Everyone. Hey. Sure.